<laughs> West Philly, they've got yeah. fucked up with this storm. Oh, did they? I haven't been everybody you know, between the fucking the half of Beirut exploding. Uh, that I, video know, is kind of crazy. That video is batshit. That is a crazy. Every one of those videos. Hi, baby. Every one of those videos. The slow mo shot yeah. where you can see buildings the shock before wave. the shock wave just lifting uh, apart. It's wild. It's very very Pop scary stuff. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, and there's a picture circulating on Reddit of what that building looked like before it blew up. Do you see that? Mm. Uh, no. It was the most jankily, <laughs> like literally, like if it would be perfect for that Reddit subreddit that's like OSHA fails or whatever the fuck okay. it is. Like yeah. that uh, the forklift like, fuck ups. Yeah, like they literally made an ammonium nitrate bomb in a building. Like they just did, and then they fucking welded a door onto it, and it went fucking kaboom. Like mm -hmm. they, they they made an Oklahoma City bomb in a right. building. Jesus like, holy shit! Yeah, like whoever set that up is like a fucking. <laughs> He's <laughs> out. That guy's gone. He's nowhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. That guy's fucking vaporized. So like, the the I only mean, decent thing is that it, like the building was way out at the port, right? Like it wasn't. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. If that was in the middle of the city, like oh boy. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, you saw that. You saw the shockwave, man. That's the video, up. the car or whatever that was driving on the bridge, and the shockwave oh, yeah. hit it and it's... blew it out and blew the airbags up. That yeah, was crazy. crazy, crazy. All right, is this the show, or do you, are we going to do just start the show and do the thing? <laughs> what well, we can, we can just in. be the show. I mean, I just roll in, whatever. It's <laughs> cool. Special. I think when we 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 recorded with Lynn Woodward, and I think we spent probably forty minutes or like just. And she like went full in, and I was like, "So should we start the show now?" And I ah, just dropped the audio, the music. Yeah, yeah, just, just, just fade it in, just fade it yeah. in wherever. Yeah, right we talked here. about just fade, just fade it in right here, here <laughs> now. So, so we're looking at now. Yes, right now. everything that's <laughs> happening now is happening. Do you know that John Candy's barf outfit is going up for auction and the estimated value is $7,000? That's and it? the description That's... Uh, says some stains. <laughs> That's actually, given the aura, that's below what I'd expect. I would expect more as well, and that's why yeah. I have registered to bid. When's <laughs> <laughs> this auction? Do we need to delay the show a week or two? Like, it's, yeah, right. right? No. <laughs> Revisit. Guess I also I bid on Anthony, one of Anthony Bourdain's watches, which um, that's baller. Yep. No, well, I mean, I suppose it doesn't. It's not necessarily baller just to put a bid in. Uh, I bid <laughs> on it because I thought that I would be able to get it for a reasonable price because um, although it was from his estate auction, there was zero paperwork provided of any kind from anyone connecting that watch specifically to him. And mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, I'm in still up to this certain amount. And it ended up selling for approximately eight times. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, no. Somebody paid like thirty-five Run. G's. Someone paid thirty-five G's 35? for a for a, like a four thousand dollar Panerai. Yep. Yep. With, With no, no track record. No yeah. papers. Run. But, but they're gonna have a good story. But if you're like, if you're, if you're rich, like not like, like I do pretty well. But I'm talking about if you're fucking rich. Like fuck you, rich. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you're the kind of guy that options up 
you know, the, the, the carbon fiber door handles on your Ferrari F8 Tributo for $8,200, you know, what's 30K on Anthony Bourdain's watch? You can wear right. it in the bar. You know, right. oh, oh, did you know I'm wearing fucking Anthony Bourdain's watch, ma'am? <laughs> and my, my Ferrari F8 is parked outside. It has carbon Show fiber stopper. door handles. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, wait, hold on. Speaking of carbon fiber, how much did you say in options there were on that, on the car you were you just had the ferrari f8 spider no 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 no. um the the lambo the urus yeah oh the The urus yeah the (laughs) urus no the urus uh the base price was 207 and the as tested price was 270 so there were 63,000 in options of those that's probably like 25 to 30 was just carbon fiber stuff Mm. Okay. Um, I just gave it's back. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, and especially on that car, um, it just, when you get more than like three feet from the car, you just don't see it. You, I mean, right. it just disa- it disappears. And it's like so a was, base Cayenne's worth of options on a Cayenne. Yeah, it's, a, it's a Boxster. It's a full <laughs> Boxster of options. But actually, I, you know, the, um, I just gave back. Uh, yesterday uh, the Ferrari F8 Spider, which I mm-hmm. had uh, for a few days. And I mean, as you can imagine, it's very good. Um, surprise. <laughs> shocker. Shock, you know yeah. what I mean? It's shocker. It's Wait, very a good. modern Ferrari was good? Hold on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but it had uh, it had $100,000 in options. Whoa! It, it, uh, and, and a lot of that shit, a lot of those options okay. were car just carbon fiber stuff in fact what was very funny is it had like a seven thousand dollar uh carbon fiber engine f- engine manifold cover what but it's a spider and you cannot see it like if you back. open <laughs> even if you like open the hard toppy mechanism to like where you would go to change the oil you see about three or four inches of this piece that you've paid all this money and the whole entire piece is underneath the uh, some you just can't see it it's about it's telling people it's there the same way when you don't have the Ferrari with you. Right. Well, that's why you buy an Urus so that people know you drive a Lamborghini when you're not driving your Lamborghini. <laughs> okay. So hold on. So, so the Ferrari had, what was the percentage of the MSRP that the options added? Because 25, Jeep, it was 25. It was 25. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jeep, you Jeep, can do that. In a, you can do 25 in a wait, Porsche wait, wait. pretty easily as well. Yeah. Jeep dropped off a Wrangler Unlimited. For me yeah. yesterday, which yeah. is my third press car, woohoo! Like it's awesome. But no, the I mean, base price—you're in the game. Your base you're price was, in the game. It was a forty thousand dollar a base MSRP, and this thing is sixty thousand dollars. It mm-hmm. added fifty percent back. Like, well, hang on. Are you talking about the base MSRP of a two door Wrangler versus no, like no, no, a no. loaded Gladiator? What are we talking about? No, here? this is base Wrangler Unlimited versus oh, the versus... thing that's parked outside, like fully okay. optioned Rubicon. 33 percent that's a lot it's crazy yeah Yeah, i mean but but okay so look in defense of press cars with astronomical price tags the the point of that is not to scam the customer with some artificially low base price and then really have you testing the uploaded vehicle The, the point the point of it at least the intent of it is to have you journalist experience what these options feel like Mm -hmm. and so i frequently will drive a car that has a seemingly egregious option list and then i will say at the end of my videos like look you can skip this 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 and this 
definitely go with this. Mm-hmm. Don't even think about not getting this, you know? And so that's useful information for you to have, even if, yeah, it's 30, it's, it's like, you know, 30%. Cars right. like, <clears throat> such as Ferraris and such as um, certain uh, 911s, GT cars, especially GT cars, will often have um, 25, 20 to 20, 20 to 30% um, options added on. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty frequent. <laughs> And, but, uh, but at the same time, I've seen some really interesting uh, fleet guys who build, you know, a lot, those cars, a lot of them are spec'd out by the mm. regional PR people. They get to right. what they get. Wasn't and there like so, a purple Rolls at one point? Rolls hilariously paints their press cars all kinds of wild colors. There's no such thing as a normal colored Rolls Royce press That's car. Amazing. It's very funny. The last one I got was creamsicle. It was orange and white on the inside. It's hilarious. <laughs> Is that like a corporate on the outside, mandate? White on the inside. What? Is that like a corporate mandate? Like why? No, I just think that they do it to, to be- because bright colors photograph better. I mean, they just do. It's true. You know, that's the, there's a reason that the, the 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 quote launch color exists. You know, that right, one right, funky right. color that every sports car comes out with for that first year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never black. It's always a green or a yellow right. or an orange or a, like a gold or some crazy shit. Psycho like, green on the GT500. Yeah, yeah. Every, it's, every it's, new not, Ford it's not. It's not blue. Ex- yeah, yeah. It's, yeah that it's was a good exactly blue too for the magazines. Yeah, it's it's for the magazines. Yeah, performance blue. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I forget how we got done. Oh, the big options list. But big there's options. a guy at Porsche who sometimes builds like strippers. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had he, he built a, a Turbo S a couple of years ago that he wanted to keep the MSRP under 200K. So like all it had was sport exhaust and center lock wheels and nothing else. And it was fucking awesome. It was so cool. Manual like manual seats, seats and shit? Yeah, oh, that's seats. awesome. Yeah, it was great. Who gives a shit about the seats? You said it Seriously. somewhere like once. Who cares? Cloth, right. seats, manual, the best. Speaking so of seats, so I work for Volvo. We had an oh, really? XC. Yeah, Dude, well, the not, not corporate. One seats are like amazing. I, so I've heard. I work for a dealership, not for corporate. Mm. But we had a an XC90 Excellence come in mm. yesterday, which I had never even seen before. Yep. And it has really good seats. Crazy backs, like captain's chair back seats with heated yeah. and cooled and massaging in the second row. Yeah, so that's like, sort of for the chauffeur. Yeah, that's the, if you want to get chauffeured in a Volvo. But the autobiography from a Range Rover kind of thing? Effectively. No, it's the equivalent of the of autobiography plus long wheelbase. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't think in the XC, the, I don't think in the XC they actually stretch the wheelbase, but I think they, they do move the rear seats further they into do. the trunk. Yep. No third yeah. row. I don't really like in the Range Rover where they the, the, they stretch the doors in the back. It's What's funky? Of, it looks uh, – it's ugly. You know, the proportions are off. Like, yeah. But I picked my parents up. I got one of my parents came to visit me, and I picked them up and drove them around in that shit, and they <laughs> thought that – they thought the long wheelbase range was like the dopest – the dopest shit. They were so into it. it can't be much better so to get chauffeured around him, though. No. no, it was super sick. Yeah, it was when we were looking at properties for uh, for West Side. Okay, nice. Yeah, uh, congratulations on your uh, TCO. Yeah, done. Yes, done. No a, shit. We have a CO. We had that last week was TCO. Now it's a CO. Yeah. Oh we, yeah. We, we're done. Yeah. So I was over there today, uh, unpacking boxes and. Uh, actually moved my cars upstairs nice Yay. oh wow that's got to feel like very, the biggest very step. <laughs> yeah very exciting to move my cars i haven't really been able to keep cars upstairs yet so, mm. so now we can 
Yeah. When we had Zach on, he was like, uh, things are going, they're, they're happening. I don't know what's happening. But well, that was the problem. Nobody knows what it's it, building a building. And for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, I have a place called West side collector car storage and it's for people in the West side of LA uh, to store their collector cars. It, it, it really, the name speaks for itself. <laughs> Self-explanatory. hundred percent understood. <laughs> yeah. And we built it from uh, the ground up. And so I've never built anything before. Certainly not in Los Angeles, which I've been told is the hardest place you could build outside of uh, San Francisco or Hong Kong. And uh, so uh, it, it's like building a project car, you know, the, the paperwork beforehand, the waiting, the looking like it's done, but not actually being anywhere close to being fucking done. You know, the, the, the surprises, the, the, how could this even be, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. that stuff is, uh, is pretty consistent, pretty consistent across the board. I, um, I work for a general contractor uh, in marketing. Uh -huh. And so following your build has kind of been interesting because we I, clearly the company I work for, we, we have no intention of going to California and building anything. No, nobody wants to come here and build anything. I a hundred percent understand why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I have, you know, what? it's funny when I post pictures of construction on Instagram and stuff and, you know, everybody's a contractor, apparently. Oh, yeah. apparently, <laughs> apparently everybody at home has a fucking graduate degree in construction, uh, except for me. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there was a couple instances where people were like, oh my God, you used them, and you should have only, only used the blah, blah, blah. And well, you know, and I'd go to my contractor, like, did we use the blah, blah, blah? And the guy was like, are you on the internet again, Matt? Uh, <laughs> you understand that we normally build hospitals and bridges. We can handle this. Yeah, this is nothing for that. You not listen to anybody on the internet. You are literally paying us to do this correctly. <laughs> That's their job. Exactly. That's a, that is a conversation I we like, work. And like... Well, I'm acutely aware of what I don't know. You know what I mean? I, mm -hmm. I, I'm so aware of the fact that I've never done this before. I'm so aware of the fact that I don't know the first, I mean, I might know something now, but at least two years ago, I didn't know the first thing about construction or dealing with the city or permitting or any of this crazy shit or concrete. Was it, you know, was it always city or did you ever have to deal with the county too? The city is the strictest part okay. of the, the city the city issues your permits mm. now i maybe if we were building outside of the city we'd probably have to deal with the county but but it, where i am the city of los angeles is it sends all the inspectors issues all the permits signs all signs off on everything yeah, yeah. and they're the hardest because you got fire you got earthquake you got environmental you got to clean your rainwater mm. um it's there's a there's a there's a lot going on the stories yeah, about having to run stuff we don't have certain yeah. sections of that's the fucking road crazy. that I, yeah, I built own. a road i built a road i paid i built and now it wasn't just repaved we had to do um what do they call it a six four cut i think they called it a six four cut which basically <laughs> means you had we didn't just pave it we cut six inches and then four and four inches and had to do layering and for for the weight of trucks and stuff like that and and actually they're like it it was it, 
Do we want to talk about this? Is this oh, yeah. Yeah. we're good, Jack. Okay. All right, fine. All, I mean, look, and you want to talk about fucking construction? We can talk about construction. But... You said truck. That's kind of on point. Okay. <laughs> so, so when you run utilities under a road, like the wires, right? You have to put the wires. You can't just have like wires surrounded mm -hmm. by dirt with asphalt. You have to put the wires in a box. And the box goes, the box withstands the weight of cars. It's like and a load rated box. Correct. And Correct. Okay. Exactly. It's a load rated box. Now, normally in Los Angeles, you have LADWP, the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power. That's a city owned utility. So you're installing water, you're installing power, or you're permitting water and power. It's all one deal, right? So you go to one place. They permit it, they delegate, it's done, right? I am on a little triangle of land with about 20 other buildings that are grandfathered into separate non-city-owned utilities. Oh, you fuck. still have to deal with the city for the permits. Now, they don't like each other because <laughs> the city doesn't want other private people to own the utilities. They want the utilities. And so to go back to the load rated box, we had to decide what kind of box to put in. The emails and phone calls went back and forth between the utility company and the city for, I think, eight months. Jesus. Oh my so God. like, it was, I mean, it was like, it was, and I, and I, and I, I started like getting mad at my contractors and stuff. Like, why isn't this going? And he's like, Matt, sit in on one phone call, just one. And so I sat in on a phone call and the guy on the other end of the phone sounded like he had just eaten a fistful of Valiums or something. Who are you again? What, what, what's the, what project? What is the project? And you just go, uh, oh my God. Just like, I, I can't believe this is, this is actually the way this works. And, and uh, you want, you want, literally you want to be like, okay, who do I bribe and how mm -hmm. much? Like you're, you're going right. there. Just who scoot it through. Just give me the name. Give me a name. I'll, I'll get the envelope. Like whatever, dude. I, this is how this works, right? And they're like, no, you can't bribe anybody. This is mm -hmm. like straight bureaucracy. Can't go, can't get around it. It's like, uh, okay. I had, a, I had a cousin buy an RV in California. They were living out in LA, sold their house. They bought an RV to drive back to Missouri, outfit it, and then go live out of it for a while. Mm -hmm. But they didn't get a clean yeah. title. Oh. So they got all the way back to Missouri and tried to title oh it and register it. Oh God. And had to call California and California was like, Hey, by the way, that RV dealer went out of business. There was so oh, boy. shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. So what you do there is you have to get a bondsman and you get a title bond against the bond. So, so you have to pay up 10% of the value of the RV. But if mm -hmm. someone comes around claiming they own that shit from the dirty Stairs, title, they pay, yeah. they, they pay them off. It's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know about this That's until terrible. recently. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, title bonds are nuts. But so yours isn't yours. They eventually like found somebody because it was just a, a huge process. They eventually found somebody who gave them the entire checklist of like mm -hmm. everything that they would need to do. Mm -hmm. And so they only had to fly out once to California to get all of that checked off. That's not yeah. bad. Well, I had, a, I had this DeLorean uh, a few years ago that I bought, mm -hmm. and it was literally a barn find. It was off, off the road for like 28 years in a, in a storage unit in San Pedro, California, and I, I put it back on the road. We restored I, we I you know, paid DeLorean to restore it. I, mean, <laughs> I don't turn wrenches. Um, 
you don't you I you don't want to drive anything I put a wrench on. You just don't. I don't, you don't, nobody does. No limitations. So, yeah. And so uh it took but I but I had the original California blue plates that were issued in nineteen eighty three when the car was sold. And the, the car had like twenty two hundred miles on it. It was mint. The oh my God. Mint. Yeah. And so of course I wanted to keep you reuse those plates, you know. <clears throat> It was very important. And it literally took me 10 trips to the DMV to get it sorted. 10. Wow. And eventually on the ninth trip, after the ninth trip, I somehow Googling or I forget how I did it exactly. It wasn't like illegal or anything, but I got a hold of the actual like director of the DMV. Like there, that's a person in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. And I got a hold of them or their assistant and I explained what I was trying to do. And I explained that every time I go back to the DMV, they were very famously, you know, they were, they were, I, every time it was, well, I don't know who you spoke to before. <laughs> I don't know what they told you. Uh, but after a while, I started making them write their names on the forums and that even <laughs> that didn't help. So, so you could just so be I like, I talked to Mark. Yeah, I said I'd, I'd been ten trips. Like, here's the thing: this is all I want to do. I own the car. I had the, this. I had to get a title bond because with the the reason it was a barn find was because the dude who bought it new got upside down on it. You know, when Delorean went stashed it away, stashed it away, and fucking dipped out. And I don't know when the statutes run out on something like that, but right now, yeah, <laughs> twenty thirteen. Eh, and, right. and and so he had there was a lien on the car to a bank that no longer existed so oh fuck i had to get a title bond against that's crazy title to that car in case someone came knocking saying they owned it yeah that's wild anyway the that's, end of that you story, can't make that shit up no the end of that story is that i got a, a letter notarized from the i believe it was the secretary of the department of motor vehicles saying let this person register this <laughs> fucking car. <laughs> like the I dude in the bank are gone. <laughs> yeah, like this is ridiculous. And and I went back to the DMV and they looked at it and they were like, I need to show this to my boss. I'm like, get your yes. boss. Yeah. <laughs> get your boss. This is your boss. boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, register my fucking car. Yeah. That's it, crazy. It sounds yeah. like my favorite scene in a uh, hot fuzz where they're like, Hey, we're gonna send you to the country. And he's like, No, 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 I wanna I wanna file a complaint. And they're like, All right, what you want me to call him down? And they call mm -hmm. him, You want me to get chief inspector? Like, yes, get like yes. get yes. everybody. <laughs> so is that the biggest automotive like paperwork or any kind of hurdle you've ever had to go through? Uh, for registering a car? For yeah, for anything not related to the building that will soon house cars. <laughs> uh, I mean, I bought a house. You know, I've had to do well, yeah, lots of yeah, taxes, yeah. but right. no. As far as as far as something that that should be fairly straightforward, like registering a car, that's probably the most absurd um, mm -hmm. that it that it ever got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I I don't think uh, I can't recall any, anything worse than that. I mean, if you want to talk about like things that like are seem ridiculous given their alternative like uh i did this project called the million mile lexus project mm -hmm. where i bought a <laughs> lexus ls 400 with you know just under nine hundred thousand miles on it and uh we got it up to a million miles right and so i couldn't do that by myself i had to lend it out to to first friends and then pretty much strangers mm -hmm. uh and you don't just lend a car out to strangers if they crash it like you you know you get they run over a baby like you get sued right, right. so 
So I had to put a, like a commercial insurance policy on that car that was good for like other drivers to drive it. You know what I mean? And, uh, and so the car, you know, I had bought the car for like, I don't know, $1,200 or $1,400, like nothing. Right. And the, the commercial auto policy on it was like $4,700 a year. That's to crazy. Insure, to insure. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, wait, they let you keep it on like just regular passenger tags, even though it was insured commercially. They're not a commercial auto insurance policy doesn't necessarily. Oh, it's not registration. Plans. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not like commercial. Yeah, no, it was registered normally. It was registered okay. to a, to a company, to the smoking mm. tire, not to Matt Farah, but, but it had a commercial auto insurance policy on it. No, you, you would get one of those commercial plates if you had a, a truck with a, you know, like a 10,000 gross vehicle weight or some, some, some crazy number of gross vehicle weight and then registered it. it commercially. A business can own and register cars under regular tax. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So my, my next, if anyone's question. still fucking listening. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's probably about the same as normal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of want to pivot from that to, is the insurance what makes all of the all cars films cost so much? Or is that just more about no, shooting it? Yeah, no, um, no, no, there's no insurance. For shooting cars. <laughs> I don't know what insurance you're thinking of, but I assure right. you it doesn't exist. <laughs> Zach, tell you no. it did? No, 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 no. <laughs> Whatever he said. No, um, I'm just more worried uh, about your guys' safety on this. No, when yeah. we made the first movie, it was a goof. And we said, okay, well, if we could just make our expense money back, like that would be great. Mm -hmm. The second time around, we were a little busier. And so we said, okay, let's, if we're going to do this, we need to, to make our expense money back, but then also like pay ourselves like a little something. Right. Make your time. If we make worthwhile. a third one, but, but, even, but for the first two, the four of us were the talent and the camera operators. If we make another one, I have said, and Tom Morningstar keeps going, let's make a third one. Let's make a third one. Yeah. Real fucking easy for him to say. He's building a cabin in the woods. It's easy. It's, to easy, say it's easy for him to get away right now. <laughs> um, but uh, he keeps saying we need to make a third one. If we're going to make a third one, it, it, the, the opportunity cost of being in the woods for 10 days, making the film is quite high. Mm -hmm. And so, and also, um, we cannot have the four primary cast members also be cinematographers. I mean, we could shoot B-roll or something, but right. but there needs to be other people whose job it is is to to make sure the cameras are rolling when funny right. things happen because right. you don't. You, we don't have the kind of data storage to just speed it all and drive for eight days, and we don't have the the manpower. And so, if you think about, you know. What does it cost to, to, to pay someone a, a, an okay living wage to, to go be away from whoever for, for 10 days in the woods to shoot a project where they're fundamentally working 24 hours a day, um, uh, except when they're sleeping, you know, you, that, that shit adds up. <laughs> Seriously. It adds up very quick. It's not like it's some, it's not like it's some like unfathomable amount of money. You know, right. the first film costs like, $25,000. The second film costs somewhere around 60. Mm. The third one would basically cost the same as the second one cost, except you'd have to add four shooters or three shooters and an audio guy, you know, seven yep. days on the road. So you'd, you'd end up at a hundred grand right. is where you'd end up. And I've, yep. I've maintained the same position the last three years. 
somebody find me a hundred grand. Right. Let's go make a fucking movie because I am busy <laughs> and I don't have time. Like I want, like, here's the problem with that. The problem with making all cars go to heaven three is if we just bought shit boxes on Craigslist and went and did that and went camping and without any of the cameras cost each of us thousand bucks each right it's right the cost be a of the fucking box, fun right. vacation yeah and it'd be stress-free and, and you'd dip yeah, around all you want yeah and, and and it would be great and you wouldn't have like like i love don't get me wrong like i really like my job like i have a great job that i chose and that every single day i wake up and continue to choose i could fucking mm-hmm. walk away from my job tomorrow if i wanted but i don't i keep doing it because i want to but nothing sucks the fun out of doing something fun faster than having to film it Mm. nothing i like i it's really cool that i get that i discovered this thing called youtube in 2006 and was able to make that into a career right and and like i'm sure there are folks who for whom the act of making videos is in itself the most fun thing they could right. be doing, right? But for me, the act of driving the cars is the most fun thing I could be doing, and yeah. videos are in service to that, right? Mm-hmm. So I love doing that thing with the cars, right? As long as there's another person there <laughs> fucking holding the camera. Taking care of all the yes. stress on site. Yeah, yeah. like the one takes thing I do, I do those myself. Like it's me, mm-hmm. it's just me. I set up all the cameras and like, and it's fine because it's a fairly minimal amount of camera work, right? I'm, right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not late. I'm not, it's not a lazy thing. It's just like, we're talking about making all cars, you know, and the fun aspect of it could be had for six pennies. Right. It's the film aspect that requires all the investment, all the work, yeah. all the, the, the parts that are not fun. The stuff that weighs on you when you're supposed to be enjoying it. Yeah, and and all the front-loaded parts that come with raising a hundred thousand um, dollars. It's a job so, in itself. Well, yeah, you need, like you people need think the, my uh... job's making car videos. Like fuck that. My job's like eighty-seven percent ad sales, three and a half percent driving sports cars, <laughs> and whatever's left dealing with social media. I mean, seriously, like yeah. where do you think the, the actual? business part comes into the entertainment business. Yep. I don't fucking drive cars for a living. I'm a fucking salesman. Marketing I yourself. Also yeah. drive cars. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's all sell, selling ads and sell, making ads and scheduling that stuff and, you know, having the content to, to, to do the ads and it, like that, that's the job. Like that's the mm-hmm. whole job. Everything else is in service to that. Right. People don't see that. I mean, people think it is exactly just on the surface, just the making videos and suddenly ad revenue appears. Well, people are, it's obvious what people think the job is because very, very frequently email me and say, Hey Matt, how do, by the way, you, are you guys, I'm hearing my computer's notifications in my headphones. You guys aren't getting this right. Zoom works correctly. No. Yes. Sorry. Just um, my possessed HVAC system. No, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure my computer's not fucking up your show. Um, people frequently email me and go, how do I get your job? And I tell them exactly how to do it. Mm-hmm. I, exactly. And I start with the very first most obvious thing. Learn Adobe Premiere Pro. Mm-hmm. And immediately... That's where they vanish. Emails. I have, I have literally, <laughs> I'm talking about in 12 years, I've never had a follow up to that email. Oh, Not shit. one. That's because hey, they're still trying get, to learn how it. How do I get your job? <laughs> learn Adobe Premiere Pro. Conversation really? stops. Oh, shit. 
because they don't mean that. They mean, how do I get press cards without doing any work? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. How do people so, watch the videos that I make without actually pulling any of the effort? Right. And I'm not, it's, it's, it's just like people want to know that's the answer. The answer is you have to learn how to do all the sucky jobs that nobody thanks you for or sees or whatever behind the scenes mm. in order so you can, so that you can be the guy in front of the camera that gets all the credit for it. <laughs> so I was, I mean, <laughs> for not, better or worse, um, the host gets credit for everything. Show right. does well, host That's gets fair. credit. Show's a piece of shit, host, get, host gets blamed. You know what I mean? Guy, the financial guy fucks it up and ruins it for everything. Like that's the host being greedy. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's the, the ups and downs are laid on the host and that's just an ego thing, you yeah. know, but, but all, but, and you can have someone else do it and you can pay them or right. you can do it yourself and keep the money. Bands are the same thing though. Like if the band's got a good front guy or front woman, they generally do okay. But if the person on the front of the stage talking to the crowd sucks, they're going to fucking tank. There are average bands with great singers, but there are very rarely great bands with terrible singers. This is true. Very rarely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very true. Yeah. yeah. I can think of six average bands that have like great singers like right now, but I can't think of any bands where I'm like, oh, this band would be so good if that guy would shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? You're fucking right. <laughs> like the number of people that can play instruments well yeah it's pretty high it's true well it's higher than the number of people who can sing, sing well, well. And, and, be, and be that person you it's know? charismatic yeah. yeah yeah i've seen a lot of, i've seen a lot of live music in my life it's 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 true there's not there's oh, not I a lot of that. amazing i know me too so many concerts have been canceled fucking what, sucks. what's this thing you're talking about here i don't understand <laughs> yeah I had, I had i had tickets to four pearl jam shows and yep. was there was there anything in whitefish anything there were like there were things in whitefish well so i'm asking this question selfishly because i was supposed to go to glacier and whitefish end of mm -hmm. july and we canceled like god late april early may right and then we, you i listened to your I went show to the, i went to the end of july yeah i know yeah. <laughs> and you um, were there and you said it was swarmed and i was like well i'm kind of glad it, i stayed home swarmed wasn't is not the correct word it was busier than i expected okay. jackson mm -hmm. wyoming was swarmed, swarmed. Okay. jackson That's crazy shockingly busy um whitefish was a nice sense. little place it was very cute um it, it was it was a it, glacier is really incredible um i i can't recommend that highly enough um no whitefish was cool we didn't you know it was weird i i think they're not exactly friendly towards towards visitors at the moment i think they're not really about having visitors but we were part we of this right so we were part of this adventure drives group and we booked two thirds of the nicest hotel in town. And so they let us keep that reservation. Mm. And, they should be uh, happy about that. Cause they're probably not making much money. Otherwise. They were the only people in the hotel. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like I, I totally understand the position of someone in, in a small town that does not want tourists coming. Like I, I really get that. And we try to respect that kind of stuff. And, and look, uh, people, you know, we were cool about masks and all that kind of stuff. And no one, you know, you know, obviously traveling right now is a riskier activity than staying at home. Mm -hmm. We brought a doctor with us on the trip. I don't know if that doesn't fix everything, but it's, 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 it's showing an effort. Certainly. Andy. Yep. Yeah. 
and yeah, and I I maintain mask indoors, wash your hands, hand yep. sanitizer, don't touch your face. That's it. If you yep. do those things, if everybody did those things, this would this would end fairly quickly. And uh, so that's and 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 no, you know, we did a lot of outdoor dining. You know, right. <clears throat> Drag a lot of whistle pig on the roof. <laughs> Doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, we're supposed to leave bright and early tomorrow morning for a trip. That's like all the questions around it, but. <laughs> like I mean, fuck, you know, chance to just leave the city for a little while doesn't suck. We ju- I just drove three thousand miles, uh, twelve nights. We stayed in, um, you know, I don't know, nine hotels. Mm. I, we ate in restaurants. You know, we did the things. We did. The, we we did all the things that you're supposed to do, and we we were fine. No, we, not us, nor anybody that we were traveling with got sick. And we were doing those very basic right. things. So, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think staying – if you're not compromised – I'm not a doctor, but if you're not right. immunocompromised yep. and you do, do the, the four basics, mm-hmm. there's not really a reason that you can't safely road trip. Right. Be respectful. By, don't be an idiot. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> By far the sketchiest part of our trip was the one-way flight to Seattle to, to yeah. start it. Like Seattle. that, that flying was like, and 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 they, you know, Delta actually did a pretty good job, but still, that like mm-hmm. that mentally was the sketchiest part of it. All the hotel rooms felt really clean. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I just I read. Speaking of sketchy, I read today that they're still expecting two hundred and seventy-five thousand people in Sturgis for the bike fest. Oh, that sounds sketchy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. I mean, we went to Yellowstone and it was very busy. Um, and I think there, I think there were some kind of restrictions uh, for volume, you know, for what they normally will have. But I was shocked. It was busy. It was really busy, and it was really busy with no foreigners. Right? Normally, you've right. got a mix Four of buses. Americans and, yeah. and foreigners, um, and this was busy with no foreigners. Mm-hmm. So. I think a lot of the a lot of people have the same idea. We right. <laughs> we'll go. Let's go to the wide open spaces. Uh, Were there a ton everybody. of like RVs and camper trailers? Oh yeah. Because First time for everybody. We've been trying to rent a <laughs> toy like a big like twenty eight or thirty two foot trailer. To, we go with the quads up north, and it's like you can't even. They're yeah. literally unrentable right now. Anybody who owns an RV or or, or a hauler or any kind is in that shit. Or mm-hmm. selling it or renting it for a massive premium. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's I mean, look, that, and I don't blame them. There's there's very little traditional vacationing you can do right now. It's mm-hmm. the summer, kids are out of school. You know, what the fuck are you gonna do? What you know, I I, I, oh, I Chris. we saw we saw <laughs> we saw a lot of families uh, that looked like they were having a pretty fun time. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't blame anyone for doing doing that right now. But it was weird because normally you're driving to Wyoming utah and stuff and these sort of single lane roads between the towns and the parks usually fairly empty man Mm -hmm. there was like it was a 55 mile an hour you know 30 car caravan for a lot of this stuff oh it it was uh so it was just you know it wasn't that she couldn't get around it Mm -hmm. was just uh you know it wasn't that sort of open road you know road trip driving that you might kind of look forward to by by going Mm -hmm. to that part of the country yeah definitely double-edged sword i don't know i'm trying to look on the bright side maybe it'll like revitalize people's interest in some of the small towns and random places that you drive just for the sake of going you know i i think that's true and i think that 
what I would do if I was going on another road trip is focus on those secondary smaller parks, state mm-hmm. parks, yep. um, and the national forests and stuff, as opposed to Yosemite or Zion or any of the, the really primo mm-hmm. national parks I would not really do right now. We, My wife and I are really big hikers. We love mm-hmm. hiking. And so we went to Yosemite and we went to Glacier at 6 a.m. Like it's up there up north, so it's actually like light. It's yeah. 6 a.m. But, but we went there at 6 a.m. and there were a bunch of people. And like it wasn't packed, like we were able to hike and it was mm-hmm. nice. And, and but there was folks around, right. And But we came down at like 9 30, it was like, oh boy, this Endless is line. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it was gnarly. And we're like, all right, well, we're getting out of here, you know. And so, right. so I would definitely focus on the uh, the, the, the less obvious. Uh, well you're from to a beautiful park by the way and i'm i'm sure it'll be totally blown up after the show (laughs) that was a beautiful (laughs) park in um called snow canyon outside of saint george in utah which is if you're driving uh through las vegas the utah the 15 goes from la to to vegas and then up into utah to salt lake city so you pass through saint george it's your first city in utah and uh, there's a there's a little state park called Snow Canyon, spectacular, uh, beautiful lava formations, and, and we hiked there. It was great. That looks fucking awesome. Thank you, Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, Snow Canyon is beautiful. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Um, no, but we we've seen the same thing. Like I know you're from the New York area. I don't know if you know Minnewaska or Mohonk. I know Mohonk. Like, yeah, that sounds okay. familiar. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's big time hiking there and uh-huh. the parking lots are closed off by park rangers at like seven forty-five in the morning mm-hmm. lot yeah. full of signs and then you try to go to the smaller place to hike like the you know deep woods backcountry kind of place and you yeah. can't even park oh no like, guess That's, we're going on an adventure be tough. <laughs> on, the east coast, on the east coast it's got to be tough because there's just less there's less space we have yeah, like Nevada, so far you know? <laughs> right, right, yeah. there's a lot of open space that's just yeah, outside of the the major national parks yeah right we're like oh uh, you want to go oh wait that's that's poughkeepsie <laughs> you're not doing <laughs> yeah, anything no, there don't go there <laughs> no i got i got married in hudson new york which is a lovely okay. town on the hudson river and uh i cannot recommend it highly enough for visiting it's great hudson yeah, it's Where, very cute. How far up the Hudson is that? It's up by like Kingston. Uh, oh, it's, I think it's okay. near uh, Alb. It's like thirty miles south of Albany. It's like most of the way to Albany from New York City. Okay, so, so I, I went to college in New Paltz, so that's like oh yeah, it's near five there. miles away. It's near there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Fucking place. awesome hiking there when it's not like every person who's never hiked before trying to learn because they can't adventure. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, Snow Canyon looks really cool. It does, doesn't it? It's a lo- yeah. it's a great little place. Yeah, yeah. So it's beautiful. We we were my dad and I had a trip planned for Iceland uh, in October of all times. Cool. Me too. But, but, yeah, we <laughs> we both had Iceland trips planned this fall, and I, I can't speak for Ross, but mine's been postponed because Dad doesn't want to fly. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I don't think they want us right I now. I mean, are you allowed to go to Iceland right now? Yeah. I'm not sure you are. I think I it don't might know. be two week quarantine mandate. Yeah. Even yeah. so, but my my off. pivot is north rim of the grand canyon then oh cool because i'm assuming i forget which rim i did that is the north rim the the one that most people go to no it's south no south the south rim i've done i've done the south rim like uh, two years ago which was great i've never done north rim is it which is so i haven't done it yet we're we're gonna go hopefully here into september but that's my thinking of i want to go to the one where no one goes 
Yeah. Right. I just want to be right. outside. I just want to yeah. have maybe the possibility of some facilities nearby, but really I don't give a shit. <laughs> there's, a place, there's another one that's a small, a, a small one that's in the middle of nowhere that nobody goes to called Goblin Valley State Park in Utah, which is probably the best place in America to eat mushrooms because it's that, the, uh, it's all the, the, the it's Galaxy the mushrooms. Quest, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's in a, it's in a bunch of like sci-fi movies, but no one really knows where it is, but I've hiked. Oh, <laughs> it's the best yeah okay. goblin, it's, yeah, got, it's on like sort of the eastern side of utah it's not really near anything and so a lot of people don't really bother but but it's it's really, it really awesome badass. yeah it's a great place yeah that looks crazy yeah I, my, my thing is like once once i'm out there like any public land is available like i'll, I'll chill for a campsite like Oh yeah, well, in there's in like Utah and shit. There's like yeah. so many places you can just like pull over and be camping, pretty much. Yeah, which is it's, we, it's awesome. We had a guy on who went to Iceland, and that's literally how he spent all of his time in Iceland. Was in a Suzuki Jimny, and yeah. he just pull over at night and sleep. You can do that in Iceland. Iceland's a really cool place. It's it's very very pretty. Um, the people are super friendly. It's almost impossible to get lost that ring road. <laughs> really, <laughs> right. really very, very easy. One way um, in, one way out. Well, and, and yeah. you got a McLaren too, right? So just keep going fast enough. You'll just do another loop. <laughs> yeah. I had the only McLaren that's ever been to Iceland. And, uh, that's crazy. And, yeah, that was neat. They, uh, but they know you're coming. They, 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 every, there's like, you know, I think there's like 180,000 people yeah. and locals in the whole island so they all know each other on facebook and so there's like they i get places and they'd be like we were expecting you. yes we were expecting what? You. oh was that the s or the gt it was a gt but it was a gt in iceland the fuck is the difference no it's, it's, so, it's so, by far I the went, fastest car that's ever been to iceland i was at the I treated uh, that road that country like my personal racetrack for five straight days it was awesome seriously they no, are not I was, expecting someone like me in a car like that they're a very obedient culture. <laughs> How much do you say burgers were? <laughs> I remember that really conversation. Excessive. No, it's really that the downside of Iceland is that, um, you know, things have to be flown there uh, right. or shipped there and, 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 and not everything is local. And so stuff is really expensive. Yeah. Or you have to like and cheap, like, right? Food, huh? Or it has to be lamb. Isn't that like their only livestock? <laughs> yeah. Lamb yeah. Or yeah. Fish. Ho horse, horse. Ugh, they gross. eat fucking horse there. Zach I'm out. It. Zach I hate it. Iceland. Yeah, he oh. did. He did. He said it was all right too, actually. Um, uh, but uh, like it was chicken. a great. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what he said? It was like kind of like an elk, like elk, okay. like caribou kind of thing. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. See, I um, it was nice to go on somebody else's tab for sure. See um, that it is it is a really expensive country. Um, mm. It's one of the most expensive places you can go, but you know it's also one of the most unique places you can go mm. so you can't it's hard it would be hard to uh you get the same vibe uh the south island of new zealand is very similar to iceland except it's actually prettier really um, okay it, and yeah. three times the flight length <laughs> it's really far it is far but it's cheap once you're there it's it's, oh, really? it's shockingly affordable yeah yeah new zealand rules um, never would have guessed that yeah it's amazing it's new zealand's one is the prettiest place i've ever been and uh, it's very good, and, but Iceland is also very good, and uh, and considering it's very close to the East Coast, you know, mm. it's it's worthwhile for sure. Right. Uh, um, just prepare for expensive food. That's all. Right. Sorry. No, but just to go back to the McLaren, I was at the North American Shores unveiling of that car at mm. Greenwich McLaren. 
uh-huh. and they pulled the wraps off it and everybody was like, there was like that tension in there. And then it was like, uh, because <laughs> there was, there well, was also the an LT. It was like the same. Yeah, it was the same thing with some leather. And there was like, there was an LT in the showroom. Well, what did they expect? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I don't but know, like, but well, that's you know, McLaren. I mean, that's McLaren. Here's our new model. It's pretty much like the last one we just made. Yeah, things have come a just long a little way better. since then. But um, yeah, the 720 is the jam. 720s. So everybody says I'm about that. I'm about that 720 life. <laughs> I think we all would be. Yeah. yeah, they had two of them parked out front at Miller. I don't know if you know Miller Motor Cars, but they. Had a couple of I know Cindy Cobbleman from back in the day. Uh, I know okay. about Miller Motor Cars. <laughs> yeah, I when I was fifteen, I used. You know, I'm from Greenwich. When I was fifteen, yeah, I used to wash yeah. cars at Miller, Miller Motor Cars. Oh no, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My Vanquish yeah. was delivered new at Miller Motor Cars as well. Hmm. They got a good collection going on. Yeah, they got they got some shit over there. Yeah, this is for those who have no idea what we're talking about. We're talking about the co- collection of exotic car dealerships in Greenwich, Connecticut, called Miller Motor Cars. They're very expensive. They do well. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Greenwich is a really nice place, though. I mean, it's a Greenwich perfect, is really it's nice. a perfect place for a dealer like that. Like, I don't. I, I enjoy it when I go back to to Greenwich to visit my folks. Like, it's a it's a really nice place to spend time. I have. Somebody said that Greenwich Avenue is like the closest thing in the Northeast to like a Beverly Hills like downtown strip. I was like, oh, eh, that's, a, that's that's not that's, not inaccurate. It's probably true. I mean, I think like Fifth Avenue in Manhattan is probably closer to Beverly Hills than true, Greenwich okay. Avenue is, but mm-hmm. but Greenwich Avenue certainly has a lot of the same kind of shops that you would find. Same uh, money floating around in a Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. Greenwich is Greenwich Avenue is very 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 nice. It's a yeah. very nice neighborhood. Greenwich. I mean, rest in peace, car events in the Northeast, but they, they put on a really good cars and coffee on Greenwich yeah, Avenue. They do. The cars and cars and coffee in Greenwich crazy. is very good. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I just remember it was like a carbon fiber bodied Hellcat, carbon fiber, like full carbon GT350, four Paganis, like Aston Martin 177. Just yeah. the strip was like, oh, okay. See that what's going right. on here. Yeah. That sounds just like Greenwich. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the antith- Chris, go ahead, Al. No, but no, the no. road. The more importantly than the ridiculous cars is that the the topography of that part of the world means that uh, you typically are driving canyon-like roads just to get places. Yeah, which is very nice. You know, I came from growing up in that. Like my commute mm-hmm. home from work involved like really windy awesome back roads that i would get to start my day with and end my day with and and now living in los angeles where it's a i have the the roads i film on it's like an hour and 20 minutes away but my regular day-to-day is a is a grid and so so i definitely miss uh just daily driving around Greenwich. and whenever i go visit my Mm -hmm. parents back there like you know, if I have to get in the car here in LA and go somewhere and it's 20 minutes, like that's a hard 20 minutes versus 20 minutes. Like, you know, growing up on the East coast, like I'd be in Greenwich, I'd go visit my friends, like in Tarrytown, like yep. across the Tappan Zee. What do they call the fucking bridge now? What's the new bridge? Oh, the, is it the Cuomo bridge? Is it really? I, can't I think so. Yeah. I can't even say that with a straight <laughs> face, but whatever that bridge is, dude, uh, crawl, go across that. And I'm like, pretty you know, sure you that's were moving. You know, you were moving right. and turning the wheel and stuff, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't as weird. So they don't have the as good of roads as we have, but the average drive from place to place is certainly more interesting than uh, than what I do here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sorry, I thought my cat was behind me there. No, <laughs> my my next topic does not involve roads. 
Uh, okay. I, I really I like didn't realize there was topics, but yeah, go ahead. I, <laughs> I really like to pick your brain about the Tahiti trip. Okay. I recommend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, you a are you a sailor? I'm not, but I like it. Does that make well, sense? Okay. Yeah, sure. I <laughs> I'm mean, in Kansas. It's it's kind of hard to get into <laughs> sailing in Kansas. Like. Okay. Yeah. So back backstory. Right before pandemic, um, in, in the second half of February, my wife and I and Zach and uh, a couple other friends uh, chartered a yacht in Tahiti, which sounds baller as fuck, but it actually was fairly reasonable because I am a captain. Um, and this is from before my car, like life, like back in the day, like I was always into cars, but like when I was a kid, I was a really big sailor. I used to, I used to race little uh, dinghies. I, I raced lasers. They were called, um, in, you know, single-handed boats. Mm -hmm. I raced a, a blue Jays. I raced flying Scots. And then I raced some big boats as a, as a crew member, um, uh, various, yachting type events this gets really white warning and uh i went to sailing camp in the caribbean and scuba diving camp and and ultimately i got my um you know i i, I actually am a scuba diving instructor and Are you really? also yeah i haven't paid oh, my insurance in like a decade but i right. but i am a patty instructor yeah <laughs> And uh, I'm now a certified, so we can definitely. Are you? Go. Yeah, cool. we can go have a trip. I, I love diving. Diving is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, wife's I mean, dad is too. Not it's me. So <laughs> great. In a, in a, if I, my life had taken a slightly different turn, I could have easily just been a scuba diving instructor like forever. You just know in the mean? islands forever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was <laughs> yeah, easy. I get it. <laughs> it was really, not a bad really, way to live. Really oh, easy, man. and all them guys seemed like they were fucking happy. It was good. Yeah. No, nobody um, seems upset doing that job. <laughs> yeah, no, it was very chill. What's that phrase about nobody's sad riding a jet ski? <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah exactly money can't buy happiness but it can buy <laughs> yeah but it could buy a jet ski yeah um and so so anyway i i became a, a certified skipper and i've always loved boats and in the last uh few years oh hey buddy in the in the last few years um i've been uh able to to charter boats for mm -hmm. vacation and in, in a couple of different places including uh, including Tahiti. And then we did, we did Thailand two years ago. Right. Um, and there's a company uh, called the moorings that I chartered from. And actually mm -hmm. it's the, the same company that my sailing camp when I was a kid chartered from. So, so I called them up and I was like, that's was intentionally. And I was like, Hey, I got my, th and they're like, ah, we love getting the campers back later to rent boats. And oh, that's so, pretty funny. So, yeah. So we chartered a, a 50 foot catamaran in Tahiti Oh shit! and we, and we sailed around. You know, and, and so you didn't have to hire somebody so that no, like, that saves so much money, so much, it's probably crazy. like half the price of the rental, right? I think it would double if you had to have a crew with you. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. So, so it, you know, if you and if and if you have a 50 foot boat for two people, you know, it's expensive, but there's it's four staterooms and there's mm -hmm. plenty of yeah. room. So, so we had four couples and there was plenty of room for that, and it was it was fabulous and it ended up being extremely shockingly cheap. And Tahiti is just, you know, one of the most beautiful places you can ever go. I mean, it's, the, the color of the water is so crazy. And the, just the way that the lagoons, like the, this whole like lagoon system they have is like really, really crazy. I've never done any sailing like that. But, but the islands are surrounded by these coral reefs. So those break the waves offshore, mm -hmm. creating these lagoons in in the islands and there's entrances into the lagoons that you can go in but you can't just go up to the island from any directions mm. so you enter the lagoon and then once you're in the lagoon it's like crazy calm so 
unlike sailing in the Caribbean or sailing really anywhere, where you would find like a cove and drop anchor in a cove, in Tahiti, you don't do that. You go out to the edge of the lagoon and drop anchor by the reef. That way you're back right. here and mm -hmm. looking at the whole island and you're on this, you're on this edge of this shelf. So you drop anchor in like 20 feet, but then the shelf comes up to, you know, those very famous pictures you see of like five feet of perfectly clear water and a sandbar mm -hmm. with the boat anchored next to it. Like that's what the anchoring looks like. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really neat. It's, it's totally unique um, sailing. Um, so the only waves you really have are between islands? Like in between when you the would... islands. Okay. Correct. Correct. It's glass smooth inside the mm -hmm. lagoon. It's amazing. That, that's I've nuts. never seen anything like it. And it's, it's good for navigating sleeping. the lagoon is kind of tricky. Uh, you do have to like really kind of pay attention. You could, I mean, if you're not paying attention, you could fuck up very badly. Um, and, and you like have all to, you good know. things with engines. <laughs> correct. Yeah, correct. Correct. You could, you, you, if you think I got this, I don't need these instructions. I don't need these tips. Hold my beer. I don't yeah. need these fucking Seriously. people. Oh. You could fuck up really badly, but if you've got some, you know, humility about it, and you go, the guy who wrote this guide knows exactly what they're doing. <laughs> I'm just going to listen to this because it's all new to me. It's just know, read the fucking manual. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. Just pretty follow much. that. And if you don't uh, know, ask somebody. <laughs> you know, right. One of the best things about, you know, it's really, I, I was so nervous both in, in Thailand and Tahiti to, to, to charter a yacht in a, a, a country that has a, a foreign language. Now, fortunately, there's enough... English in both places that you can get mm. by but the good news is both of those countries have really good cell phone service so oh, really ever had it, yeah yeah the, a lot of these countries that you might call quote third world which is a bit of an insulting term because developing developing, countries. developing thank you that's yeah. better thank you very much. <laughs> yeah thank you that's, I, I didn't have the word right there it's been a long day um they skipped over landlines and went straight to 3g and 4g they're like we don't you know we don't I need mean? telephones. Yeah. So yeah. So 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 they have really good connectivity. Everyone just went straight to landline, wow. straight to mobile phones, and so, and so yeah, you can be sailing around uh, offshore in some of these places and have total uh, cell service. Total signal. So that's, that's good. I mean, <laughs> not suck. like I want to check my Twitter, but right. You know, Google Maps is like a great map. Mapping that, program. Oh hell yeah! And, Download and, maps offline. That's the yeah, best. Yeah, and so and if you know, God forbid, something happens, you know, you want to know that you can make a phone call and have right and SOS. Have yeah, you don't want to deal the radio. You don't want to fuck with in a foreign, language, you know, <laughs> no. a foreign country. It's like you can at least call the yacht charter people. Like ah, help me, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, Probably better cell I, service there than like the fucking hillbilly woods of Pennsylvania where we go off road. Yeah, or there's no <laughs> cell service where I go film, where my where I film my videos. Really? Zero, no, none. Hmm. Is, none that's where you had the issue. Did you have an issue with the Tesla or somebody else had an issue with the Tesla like up out Not of cell me. range and like the phone wouldn't oh. then let them back in the car because the phone oh, was no. the key. Oh, I remember oh, no, that that's story. That's terrible. That uh, never happened to me, no. Was that, no it might have been the motor train guys. Maybe. I, I can't remember who. I can't remember either. <laughs> that sucks, though. That's <laughs> pretty funny. It might have. Yeah. It might have been. Sometimes Jeff. things don't was it need Jeff? to be higher tech. Was uh, it Jeff? I can't remember now. I'm gonna say yes because <laughs> a key works good. Key, yeah, key, key works good. Work. It, it wasn't broke. Didn't need fixing. So mm -hmm. you, you mentioned B-roll earlier, and mm. 
last week I got skated and watched Wind because it was on. God, what was it on? Amazon? Wind the sailing movie with Matthew yeah. Modine. Oh, I love oh, that God. movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Well, they call I, it the Whomper. Exactly. <laughs> it just goes. Whoop. But I hadn't seen I it. I fucking love that movie. I saw you that know movie. My favorite part of that movie is they're racing these sailboats, right? It's like a best of three, the very end. On like race number three, boat one smashes into boat number two. Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. That actually does happen in sailing. Google Google yacht racing crashes if you want to see some crazy shit. But that does happen. Oh, that's a rabbit trail yeah. I'm going on. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely go down the yacht racing. And you're gonna. Oh, that's expensive, dude. Oh, when you do that, so Ross, you're gonna end up like me, and your YouTube recommendations are just getting yacht tours for the last <laughs> right. few I mean, weeks. That's better so, than the shit like the fucking off road crashes. <laughs> right, like, but, the, but you know the, the rock bouncers? Okay, well, they have yeah. the best crashes. But the but after they crash into each other there's still one more race yeah for some reason they agree to throw out all rules yeah there are no rules for the, after this major crash they just go you know what fuck it no rules and that somehow is how yacht <laughs> makes sense. so the, the major crash the other the home country yacht loses that is a mass. good place to freeze oh fuck yeah perfect we don't no! have to talk about wind anymore that's a screenshot right there it's a really it's a really I've never seen it's it. It's it's kind of, it's in a it's a fun movie in a very corny way. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, are we back, Chris. Yeah, you just jumped now. through time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're looking up again? now, sir. <laughs> you're good. So yeah. Oh, okay, I I have to because you're the only person I think I can gripe with this about. Um, <laughs> the, they crash into each other, so that should be like hull damage, right? Yeah, in theory. In theory, the one boat loses a mast. Yes. And that's the home country boat that should have all of their extra stuff there, but they no longer have another mast. Yeah, and they so only that, brought they only brought one mast, and the visiting country has an extra mast. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Like the visit, and they and they make a point before that to say, Geronimo is. They've only been running one boat the, the whole time. They have yeah. no spares. That's the American uh -huh. boat, obviously. Uh -huh. Yeah, because it was built on a shoestring, but they've got an extra mast. Mm -hmm. But they've got an extra mast to give to right. the boat. Like, yes. I guess at the end of that movie, and that, like, I mean, I, I know it's a fun movie. Like, nah, <laughs> not, that's not factual in any way. <laughs> no, the, it turns out the movie about sailing is not that factual. Although there's some sailing nerdery in there that I, as a, I, that movie came out on, I think, 1994, five, two. 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 I'm on IMDb I look, right I now trying to see All if right, I cool. even recognize it. So, they, so that, that movie, yeah, Matthew Modine, Jennifer Grey, um, was it Cliff Robertson, is that his name, who played uh, the, is, the... Is that the older Weld? The older guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... Um, Skarsgård. Oh, and then Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård yeah. is in it. And then there's a couple other... It's not like Peter Berg, but who is the guy who puts all the Peter fucking Berg. zinc on his face? Is it Peter Berg? It's not. No, 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 no. The guy who puts all the zinc on his face, too. It doesn't matter. But, oh, um, his, he's Charlie in the movie. But Yeah, uh, exactly. No one sounds, this conversation. Sounds like it makes as much sense as the racing movies where if you want to go faster, you just push on the gas more. Danger right. to manifold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. just put up well, – yeah, yeah, pretty much. Fuck. Pretty much. <laughs> There's a scene in the beginning of that film where they're racing uh, these little dinghies called International 14s, which are some of the fastest, scariest sailboats you can imagine sailing. They're um, they're hydrofoil boats, okay. so they just oh, they rise out terrifying. of the water. So all that's in the water is the fucking fin, and you're <laughs> off and you're off the hull on these like yeah. trapezes, mm, nope. and they're they're like knife edge sailing. They're so sketchy. 
I took a hydrofoil in Italy and it fucking like I'm good on anything that moves. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh man, it was terrifying. That much mass there out of the water. Suitcases falling out of shit on the sides. Like it was not a pleasant experience. That sounds so very funny. Italian. Yeah, oh, it was, they don't and, give a fuck in Italy. They're oh, great. But it went People fast. People were smoking inside. Nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's Italy. Yeah. Uh, so do you, what else so you guys have, got? Do you have a better movie than Wind? Or is that is that like peak sailing? <laughs> oh, a, a better sailing movie? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think there is. A, Master and Commander? Like, that's not... That's, that's not the White same Squall? Same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, Wind is the uh, best the best competitive sailing movie uh, out there as far as I know. <laughs> if anybody knows if there's more... <laughs> what I'd really like to know is who's got Geronimo. Where's the boat? Who's got oh. it? And who's racing it in, like, a club race every mm-hmm. wednesday you know like a beer can race going you guys know this is the boat from wind right <laughs> like also, there's a you know there's a guy um who runs like i um i don't know what the class is but it's like vintage nascar like they do mm-hmm. they drive vintage nascars on road courses and he drives one of the days of thunder um no shit really like mellow yellow cars yeah really? yeah and i think i think they had two or three of them for the movie and he's got one he fucking races it it's awesome <laughs> That movie kind of rules. It still does. Oh, I think that was like one of the reasons I got into cars was because I was like two years, three years old, and my dad was just watching that nonstop. <laughs> Dude, Days of Thunder uh, unashamedly rules. Days of Thunder is fantastic. It's a, it's it's a car so guy. Bad. That's a car guy staple. You have to know that movie inside yeah. and out. Yeah. Oh, we just had Chris. You know, our in our uh, Slack chat for Hooniverse, we had a conversation about uh, Ford versus Ferrari, and mm-hmm. I, I just I can't love it. Like I just. I've tried. I just can't. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I know it just seems like I understand that. I AJ's understand book is better. The what? Yeah. AJ's, AJ's book is better. better. And he got well, no fucking course, credit AJ's for it. Better. But well, that's a that's a whole separate story. But you can like or not like the movie without the, without the politics of it. I thought yeah, they did yeah. a pretty decent job. I mean, it was mostly factual. Mostly, yeah. The things that weren't factual, I didn't. I mean, I didn't really like that they made. Um, Ken Miles sit at home for 65, which obviously right. he didn't do. He obviously yeah, like raced he went to the 65. Race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I but like in the movie where he's it. like, he's yeah, in the movie he's listening to the radio going, you guys better grow easy on the transmissions. You're going to break them. And then right. what, what happened in 65? Oh, Ken broke one of the transmissions. <laughs> okay, cool. So that's fun. Yeah. And they made, they made Leo BB really like, evil yeah. where and like yeah mean, whereas he was just kind of incompetent in real right. life. <laughs> um, so Which i is... felt bad for that for leo yeah. bb a little bit um and it i thought was... i thought matt damon was a just a fucking horrid carol shelby <laughs> just looks nothing like him Not but everyone all, else yeah. i mean i actually you know i thought everyone else it was very well cast i thought christian bale Same. did great um who's He's the always guy the guy who great. played phil remington was like fucking oh. aces yeah um the end the all the italians uh yep. including the enzo character were great yep. um i thought it was very well cast except for fucking matt damon just, <laughs> yeah he not, was just it's not believable as carol yeah. shelby it was pieces like that <laughs> that, that felt reason. forced to me <laughs> yeah yeah but well the I, most egregious example of that is john travolta playing um What's his name? Fucking OJ's lawyer. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, Robert Shapiro. <laughs> OJ, John Travolta playing Robert Shapiro. Uh, it's like, yo, I'm sorry. Robert Shapiro is a straight man. You have made that character. <laughs> 
observably gay. Flamboyant. That, that, yeah. that is a flamboyantly gay character, and that person you're basing it on is most yeah. definitely straight. So, okay, whatever, John. Dude, <laughs> I never would have come up with a guy who played Phil Remington. It's Ray McKinnon. No chance. Is that the father yeah. or relative of Kate McKinnon? Ooh. That's a good uh, question. Not based on what I'm seeing. Yeah, that guy was on point, though. Because he's from Georgia and she's from New York, right? Uh, gosh, if you know that, yeah. okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, sure. The Hollywood nerdism right there. Uh, guys, I got about five minutes. Do you want anything else you okay. want to cover before I have uh, to go? I'm sorry, I have to, I have to be out. But... <laughs> That's we, okay. We have not talked about the Sherp on the podcast. Yes. I, mean, I was trying to pivot from one, one water-going thing to another. And it's, yeah. Oh, the Sherp floats. rules. Yeah, the Sherp looks like the most fun. That's called the Sherp what? N. It's bigger. Yes. Is yeah, that like I, Veloster I think... N? <laughs> it's more like uh... – no, I don't have a joke there. Um... <laughs> It's bigger, I think. They invited me to go drive it, but Road and Track didn't want to fly me up there this time. It was a little inconvenient to get to Bemidji, Minnesota, unfortunately, as fun Jesus. as it is. Um, the Sherps are, are really, really cool. They're sort of quasi-street legal. They're street legal in places you can get drive a tractor on the street. They're basically registered as tractors. And it's a, um, a four- or six- or ten-wheel drive uh, uh, amphibious uh, vehicle. You drive it sort of tank style it's somewhere between a tank and a car it has three pedals traditional manual transmission there's a five-speed shifter traditional manual transmission i didn't realize and that. then, that's weird yeah so you shift with your right hand and you do your pedals with your left you don't um um it has a brake pedal but you don't use it because it's geared so low that all you have to do is let off the throttle and it, hmm. yeah, and it, and if you need to brake, you can like you you don't use the brake pedal. So your right hand is on a five-speed shifter. Your feet are on three pedals, just like a manual car. And your left hand is on a pair of levers, two two vertical levers that are next hmm. to each other. And you can manipulate one or the other or both. And so you you know you drive tank style. So when you, the levers are let go. You go right. straight and you pull one or you can either – it's a two-stage. So you pull one like an inch yeah. and that just decouples the powertrain and it coasts. Or then you can pull it more and it breaks. And then you can do that okay. with either side. So you okay. break, you coast or break either side to, to turn. So is that right. like a 30-minute like to an hour adjustment period to just figure <laughs> that out? <laughs> you know what? I picked it up real fast. Did I you? mean, okay. I, I think – if you're not used to driving weird shit, then it might take a little while to figure right, it out. But like, right. there were days, you know, a couple of years ago where I drove seven different people's cars in one morning, you know, at speed. And <laughs> so, if you can do that comfortably, then you're pretty, pretty and well in tune. And I've done, I've done like cars with hand controls and shit and pick that up really quickly. Like I played with one of those last week. Yeah, it's it's interesting. The first five seconds is it's like driving a clutch the first time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I find it very interesting to try stuff like that with hand controls and, and weird stuff. And, and so, um, no, I, th I thought the Sherp was fairly easy. It's not, yeah. it's not a difficult thing to drive. And it doesn't go very fast. So, you know, whatever happens, <laughs> right. I think the top speed is 25 or something. So whatever happens, it, it happens relatively slowly. And, you know, whatever you crash into, you're going to run over pretty much. And, or, or, you know, you can drive into a lake or a river or an mm -hmm. ocean. You know, you're not going to get wet. 
You know, it's got it, it, it oh, floats, man. but it the it doesn't need the tires to float. The right. hull itself okay. the body. floats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need yeah. mixed terrain sherp spec racing. <laughs> you know, that's called the Paris to Dakar. I believe, oh, okay. I believe is pretty close that's to where you're at there. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. The it's not very fast them. in the water. It's only yeah. like I think it goes right. like four miles an hour in water or something. But Still. but the range is like two thousand plus miles. That's fucking yeah. crazy. I wonder yeah, how many of these things like they've a, sold. A lot. A lot. Well, really? Not, they are yes, not cheap. A lot. They're 120k, which I think is actually quite cheap for what you're getting. Seriously, <laughs> I believe you. Where, yeah, you, you where, where you're gonna build me a truck that goes in a fucking ocean, also no. for less money than that. I think you're getting a ton. Not for right. yeah, not for less money. Yeah, drive yeah, straight I mean, down a beach. When if they told gave... me it was only 120, oh, I was God. shocked. I thought they. I said. I said if this was 200, I'd still think it was about. <laughs> if you gave <laughs> Hennessy enough just time with a six it. by six. <laughs> Uh, Google just auto-corrected it to how many Sherpas have been sold. <laughs> oh, that's oh, hilarious. Shit. That's, that's, not that's not good. Don't that's sell not. Sherpas, people. Uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, I don't know. They, uh, I mean, look, I know for a fact Kanye bought 10. 10? 10. Well, he has that My big God. ranch in Wyoming. So he's like, he's like Sherp's best customer. So um, and, you know what, dude? If, I, if, you have a, if you have a big ranch, there's a lot of people that can – can uh use them for land surveying or for okay. businesses like that they sell Marshland, a bunch of them that. to um arctic like rescue snow yeah. and ice rescue frozen lake rescue um they can outfit them in different ways there's like Dude, the, an ambulance type package yeah for they, one. There's they a, have one with 10 wheels it's like an ambulance and it's like right it's a 10 by 10 yeah it's got yeah. it's the sherp trailer that it tows and you can do a bunch of different stuff with that thing like you could basically make it like a bus you yep. can make it like an rv you could make it a utility trailer like there's crazy mm. shit you could do there's, there's some i think the dude who invented the sherp built that 10 by 10 one first they sell it now but right he was the first one to build that i think he drove around the world yeah, didn't he build it for himself? Yeah, yeah. And he, then he drove around, and people were like, yes, you will give me that, that 10 by 10. <laughs> I, will, I will have that. Too. Russian oligarchs just showed up and were yeah. like, three, no, please. I, yeah, right. Seriously, I mean, it, 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 if you have the space for something like that, it, it is the most incredible thing. There's nothing you can't go over. I mean, imagine, <laughs> you know, like a, I don't know if they, I'm sure they call them Jersey barriers where you're from. Imagine yeah, a Jersey barrier, concrete K-rail. 30 miles miles from jersey so yeah right. okay so you know they're three, three feet tall right three yeah. feet tall six inches wide you can drive up and over that in a shirt straight up and over mm -hmm. no problem you don't even have to slow down what just buh, 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 buh. <laughs> i mean it's fucking nuts you know and so that it, it uh, that was that thing left an impression <laughs> mm, yeah seriously yeah it's like the next thing for arctic trucks to jump on you know i keep i keep saying this out loud uh, having been to Iceland, I've driven an Arctic trucks. I drove one of their Hiluxes. Um, mm. I am absolutely shocked that nobody has imported those kits to America yet. Shocked. Arctic truck kits? Yeah. Oh, it Why? would be like... Um, Bro, RWB that's is print yeah. money. It's <laughs> exactly ridiculous. What Why, you know, and granted, you know, obviously Nakai-san, you know, makes those kits by hand and he's an artist and I understand what he's doing. It's, it's pretty cool, right? You know? Mm -hmm. But uh, absolutely shocked that you cannot, that there's not a North American distributor for Arctic trucks. 
I mean, uh, there's they sell a bunch of kits that fit on the U.S. spec vehicles. I mean, yeah, their yeah. Land Cruisers are the same. Like they've mm-hmm. got the vans, they've got a bunch of stuff. Like the Hilux isn't the same as like the Tacoma, but it could easily be adapted. People are doing much more heinous things to fucking Wranglers and Gladiators and Forerunners than throwing oh, yeah. a, a trucks really, trucks kit on. The Arctic trucks was amazing. The I drove the one I don't know, it was like 44s or something like mm-hmm. that. It was awesome. It was are they so changing cool. the axles? Is like. Are different axles part of the kit? I don't know what they do. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't, no, I wasn't reviewing it. I, then okay. I was, it was in that Iceland trip when, oh. when I was driving the McLaren. And when we met up at the end, they had one as a support vehicle. And I just said, can I just like, can I just have a go for a second? It wasn't, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't supposed to know that stuff. And then okay. just go. I, I don't Fair. know. I don't know they <laughs> they have a, I'd be scared of 44s on stock axles. Oh, they boy. have a kit for 200 series Land Cruisers from and that's that's only 35s they'll only put 35s on it yeah, they know what they've they've developed the kits on. whatever they suggest just get that but they yeah. they have a toyota tacoma kit with 44s oh do they okay cool. oh my god you see some of that stuff in hawaii the guys who do like the wide stance you know and, and oh, like fucking is, 40s. this is so much better than the hawaii oh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of this course is very hard of course yeah um guys i have to go i'm You're sorry good. to abandon you You're good uh thank you for having me on the show i appreciate it thank you for joining we really um, do appreciate it no problem no problem if you're in la come check out Westside collective car <laughs> storage uh wccs.com if you're not in la and uh listen to me on the smoking tire podcast watch my videos at the smoking tire on youtube those are the things see you got the plugs that. down <laughs> i love that he knows how to do it. we don't even have to ask Right. Oh, I know. I know how to do it. I know how to do it. But I have to cruise. And thank you for uh, having me. Guys. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Have Matt, a great Matt. evening. You too. Bye.